It's time. It's time to talk fantasy football. It's time to let them know. Where you let us crunch the numbers while you crush the competition. So grab your playbooks and crack a cold one. Because here's your hosts, Teak and Bainey. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode. We're going to recap the previous week here first and then move on to the against the spread segment with Badge. But we're going to talk about the top scores from last week. It was a wild one. To bring it up here, we're, we are on sleeper. So, number five, Nico Collins with 36 fantasy points. Seven catches, 168 yards, and two TDs, as I have highlighted up there for you guys to see. Badge, I know you're a big Nico supporter. Uh, what do you have for us here for Nico? So, you know what? I am a big Nico supporter, but I know even a bigger one. I'm going to pass this on to my boy, Bainey, to get us kicked off. So, I made fun of Mike because Mike has brought up Nico three, four, five too many times on this show. And um, Mike was right. Um, That being said, Nico has far exceeded anybody's expectations. I think he's already about a week or two away at this pace from hitting his career best marks already. that's all credit to C.J. Stroud, man. He's making these guys look incredible. Robert Woods looks good. Nico looks good. Tank Dell is incredible as well this year. So a lot of productivity. Um, I I sent a wellness check to Mike because I know Nico is running all did, over his Steelers secondary. But, uh, yeah, man, awesome, awesome week for, for the boy. So, yeah, Bainey, thank you for that. Um, but this is kind of a bittersweet moment for me. I do not want to make this a trend to be talking about a top five fantasy performer every week against my Pittsburgh Steelers. So let's get that straight, boys. Because last week it was Devontae, now it's Nico. I mean, yeah, I was big on the guy. I mean, how Stroud, oh my gosh. What a what a baller this guy is becoming. I mean, could, should he have been the number one overall pick? I don't know. But yeah, Nico, love him. Talked about him. Hate him last week that he did this to my Steelers. but. Passing on the Teak. Yeah, he's been playing well. He's been playing well with the new rookie QB. So it's nice to see him flourish there in his year two. But moving on to the number four, Stephon Diggs. Diggs had 36 fantasy points against the Dolphins and a big win there. Six catches for 120 yards and three touchdowns. I know, Badge, you got to watch this game as well. Dual set TVs, Pittsburgh on one TV, the Finns on the other. What'd you take from this game? Well, I I wasn't in the same room. So I was upstairs. They were downstairs. Let's just say the entire house was quiet on Sunday. Everyone was sad. I uh, half the people ate the food because I eat when I'm sad. Most <laughs> some people don't eat when they're sad. So I was chomping away. Didn't say a word to anybody. I was ready for it to end, but yeah, I mean, it doesn't surprise me about Diggs. I mean, this guy always balls out against division rivals. I mean, and I expected a shootout. I was too scared to take the over, but yeah, it doesn't surprise me one bit. I mean, it's typical Miami Dolphins defense. Wrap up. Just 
wrap up form tackle would have prevented at least one of those touchdowns, man. Yes. Incredible. Uh, it's nice to see when those two are on the right page. You know, we talked about it at the beginning of the year at Seek when we did our duos episode and you had Allen and Diggs. And I was kind of like, is the drama for real? Is it going to break this duo up? What's going on? Nobody knows. Well, they look to be just fine. That connection is alive and well, and it ran all over Miami this weekend. So, Teak, how you feel? Yeah, I. this is always going to be a duo. I think Diggs is not the player to have drama get in the way of on-field. So, yeah, he balled out against Miami. But Was it three TDs? Three TDs, yep. Damn, honorable mention right there, baby. His running mate here, Josh Allen, came in third. Last week with 37 fantasy points against Miami. We just talked and hit on him a little bit here. Uh, two, uh, 320 yards through the air and four TDs. No picks. Um, he had a huge day. Just mentioned that, like I said. Uh, this deal is alive and well, and I think their coming next two weeks are against cake teams for them. So, looks like this trend might continue. Yeah, Absolutely. Um... I think the most important thing you just touched on was no picks. I think, uh, you know, everybody talks about how great Josh is. It's undeniable his talent, but he turns the ball over a lot. And this week, that wasn't an issue for them. So I know, Mike, you said the house is pretty quiet. Um, how are the in-laws dealing with Josh Allen running all over them? Um, I mean, they, they're all back to their normal selves. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, a serious note, I mean, anytime you throw more touchdowns than you do incompletions, it's probably a good day for fantasy owners. Yeah. Yes, Josh Allen did that. I think he had three incompletions and four touchdowns. So, I mean, yeah. It tied it. Oh, it was uh, tied? Yeah, 25 <laughs> attempts, 21 completions with four TDs. So, only missed four times. Yeah, that's... It's a good day for a Josh Allen owners right there. Especially a lot of people I know paired him with Diggs. So, heck of a day there. All right. So, we got your input on the games from that household. Let's go on to the next household here. Moving on up the ladder. A.J. Brown at number two. 38.5 fantasy points against the Commanders. 175 receiving yards and two TDs. Manny, why don't you just wrap this whole segment up with A.J. Brown? Yeah, so hopefully uh, hopefully we got time. Um, so, dude, the corner asked for it. And Del Rio asked for it. You put a rookie corner on A.J. Brown, this is what happens. I mean, you put a vet on A.J. Brown, this is what happens. Mike got to watch it last year. They double covered him. He still scored on him all day. Oh. Like, I, it's, it's what A.J. Brown does, man. He's a monster he finally got some good balls from Hertz. Um, but yeah, putting a rookie corner on him, you just asked for a day, and he gave him a day. And a kind of tic tac y unsportsmanlike penalty. I don't know if you guys saw that as well. He kind of set the ball at the corner's feet, let him know who daddy was. And, and uh, yeah, that's all I really got to say, man. 170 yards, a couple tutties. He's dropped a handful of touchdowns this year already. So, I mean, hopefully we can store that up and this is a good runway to next week as well so what do you guys feel about it so yeah i mean aj brown is an absolute dog i mean 
I put him in my Fanduel lineup this week. It was on my TikTok. I posted it. I knew he was gonna have a big game. Uh, big game. Fanduel. Do I gotta say it? Give us a sponsorship. I'm gonna say it every week, week in and week out, and I'm gonna keep mentioning you. Bye right now. Anyways, that's beside, uh, beside the point. Um, yeah, AJ Brown, absolute dog, blew up. I knew he would. I didn't think he was gonna that high, but it paid off my Fanduel lineup. I, I got a payout, so. I'll take it. Teak? Yeah, those first two weeks for him were rough. It looked like him and Hertz were drawing each, at each other, and he let Hertz know he wanted the ball more, and he got the ball more. That's what happens when he gets the ball. He produces. That was a good week for him, and hopefully they continue that trend. But keep showing Devontae Smith the love he deserves, too. I got him in a couple leagues. But move it on. I was told this guy was going to get limited touches this year. I, t- I was told that this guy was going to split carries. Teak has him in, I believe, two of my three leagues. My boy Christian McCaffrey at number one. 48.7 fantasy points. Four TDs, three on the ground, one through the air. 106 yards on the ground and 71 through the air. Bainey. Christian McCaffrey is here, and he's here to stay. I don't know if you get to caught, catch this game at all, but it was a fantasy heaven for owners of Christian McCaffrey. So Graziano put out a report at the beginning of the year that he was supposed to be getting limited touches on a snap count. Wasn't going to be used like the Panthers use him. That being said, I think he's seen two games this year with 100% snap count. I don't know, are we just counting how many snaps he can get? Then, yeah, that's a snap count. Um, he's unreal, man. And to think that people forget he hasn't even, this, he hasn't even played a full season for the 49ers. He showed up, he got traded to them last year, still had 1,000 yards on the ground. But he didn't go, this is his first year in a full camp, full playbook, full everything. Um, and it's incredible. Uh, and it's just one of the most electric players in football paired with one of the best offenses in football offensive minds as well. I know you have your grievances with, with good old Kyle down there, but um, yeah, man, um, he's setting 49ers records. Do we need to go through the list of 49ers legends? The CMC's breaking them. Uh, most touchdowns in consecutive games for the 49ers at CMC's, and he hasn't even played a full season there. I think it's, what, 13 straight games with the touchdown. Um, yeah, man, it's it's unreal. Um, not much to say. He's probably going to be on the list again next week and the week after that and the week after that. And, yeah, it's not much is going to change. They're my Super Bowl favorite, and I think he's going to take them. I, I think he's going to run all over Dallas this week, guys. Yeah, so... I don't own him. I wish I did. I mean, this guy, what, like, Bainey touched on his touchdown last previous 999 games, I think it was, we we said. I mean, this guy scores. I mean, FanDuel, not going to say it, but um, I think it's minus 230 now for him to score. I mean, I'm I'm still going to take that bet. Um, This guy's an absolute stud. That hurdle, did you guys see that hurdle? Yeah. Absolute beast. I mean, this guy's an absolute playmaker. I mean, I wish I got him in fantasy. I didn't. 
the health played a in the back of my mind. He looks healthy as a horse. Great job, CMC. Yeah, he's seven total touchdowns he has right now. Just on a high level. Hopefully he keeps it up for the full season. Uh, now my fantasy team will love it. And many others. That wraps up the recap portion here, guys. We're going to get right in and jump to against the spread with the Money Badger. All right, we are back with another episode of Against the Spread with Mikey D. Just to go over some records here with you. Last week for Spreads Badge, I believe you were 2-2. Two and two. Yeah. That sound right? Yeah, that sounds right. I was bummed out I couldn't get us a win on that. All right, bringing his spread total to 12-6. and six. The Over-unders, he went 0-1. And, and that brings his over and under overall to two and three with total record of 14 and nine. So we're still sitting above 500 here. Hey, 500 is great in the betting world. So, I mean, I wish I had a better week for y'all, but Hey, I was on a hot streak two and three. I mean, yeah, we lost, but we're going to win together. We're going to lose together. That's what we do. So I'm going to keep the, keep it rolling. All right. So we have, I believe six bets today, badge coming from, is that correct? So, so the first one's going to be a primetime game. Then we're going to your bonus bet, two underdog bets, the total dom, and then the best bet to wrap it all up. So primetime, what are we looking at here? So we're going primetime. So reason I gave you a bonus bet, I, I'm I'm on the fence with this one, but I I want to I want to get this primetime stretch going. So. I'm going to Washington against the Bears. Um, the Bears are an absolute mess. The reason I'm not fully sold, though, on it is because I'm not fully sold on Sam Howell. I mean, we saw the good Sam Howell last week. Um, I think he has it in him. It's just a matter of finding it 100% of the time or more than more than 50% of the time. You know what I'm trying to say. But that coaching staff in, the, in Chicago is an absolute mess. Why did those guys not kick the field goal to take the go-ahead score with minutes left? I don't know. Maybe it's because they gave up. Maybe they thought they had nothing to lose. But kick the field goal. Take the win. The Bears are on a 14-game losing streak. They're giving up, in this 14-game losing streak, they're giving up 26.4 points per game. So these stats here, I mean, I'm going to take less than a TD. The Bears' defense is terrible, so I'm taking less than a TD. I'm going Washington minus five and a half on this primetime game. All right. I'm going to go straight into your bonus bet you were talking about earlier. Uh, just hit us, hit us with it real quick here. All right. All right, boys. First off, before I give you the bonus bet, the reason I'm doing this, like I said, I wasn't fully sold. But me and Teak here, and Bainey, he's not on the screen, but he's listening. We're going to need you to go hit subscribe on the Let Them Know podcast. Hit the bell for notifications. We put a lot of effort in this. We want to make some money with you guys. Comment your bets that you like. We want to hear from you. Go, so go subscribe. Do us that favor. Um, so my bonus bet here. Um, 
I'm taking I'm going to LA. I'm taking Philly minus four. So here's why. I mean the Eagles, they got the win. It was in overtime. I'm not docking them for that. I mean the Commanders played up to their opponent. They they did a great job. Um, Eagles penalties, especially on third down, hurt them a lot. I mean they shattered them on yards per play. Absolutely shattered them. Um, what they struggled with again, I mean it, the penalties on third down, Teak. I mean it's 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 a story for the betting world, us betting guys. Penalties hurt hurt us. I mean they dominated on the opposing, on the offensive side of the ball. So I mean Stafford that he has bumps and bruises from that game. He he's going to struggle to keep it close. Um, he did it against another elite team, the Niners. I think we're going to see a similar situation in this game against the Eagles. They're going to cover the spread. Again, I'm taking Philly minus four as the bonus bet. All right. There you have it. That one you're a little bit more comfortable with, you mentioned, than the primetime game. Yeah, and I mean, I, I'm, I'm still going to bet the primetime game. It's not going to be my 5% play or anything. I'm going to bet 50 on it, so I'm, gonna, I'm just going to toss it out there. I'll still bet it as long as it stays there. So I just – it's not one of my top tier bets per se, so I want to throw the bonus bet in hopes we can get some more uh, subscribers as well because we love you guys. All right. Moving on to the two underdog bets. Who's your first one? Deke, first. I got to say, man, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry for this one, man. Um, I, I hope you understand. Um. Maybe you might be on board. I don't know. But I did a lot of going back. I tried to find another one. I just couldn't for you, Teak, because you know you're my boy. Um, <laughs> I'm going to Atlanta, but this time I'm on the Houston side, plus two. So, I mean, here's why the Houston Texans, I mean, they just they just beat the brakes off my Pittsburgh Steelers. So if that says something, I'm betting them. Um, I think something special is going on in Houston. Um, I don't know. You agree with that? I do. Something special. So, something special's going on here. I mean, can they whoop my Steelers? So, and the easy, easy way to say it is I'm betting again. I'm, I'm betting the better quarterback getting the points. So, at least right now, I mean, I didn't give up hope on Ritter. I mean, he has a lot of weapons, but he's part of this bet too, Teak, is he's not using those weapons. I'm sure it's frustrating seeing it. He's not using his receiving. Bijan and Algier, those running backs are fine, but he's not using that talent in the passing game. Um, so that being said, I, I got to take Houston plus two. I mean, I'm riding that hot hand. They're pumped up. They got a young, they got a young locker room. I mean, getting two at Atlanta. I mean, we'll say for you, Teak, Atlanta wins 25-24. We cover. Yeah, I don't see that happening, but I would also make that <laughs> bet as well. Hey, I tried, man. I did. I didn't want to do it, dude. Uh, I know that game's gonna reflect a lot with my start and sitems in the next couple episodes. So, okay, at least we're on, at least we're on the same page. Maybe we'll throw a couple bucks together. But uh, your second underdog bet. So second underdog bet, I'm going with a team that it, it, this game, if you look at it on paper, you guys are going to throw up. But I'm going to Denver. I'm taking the Jets plus two at the Denver Broncos. So 
I have faith in this Jets defense. Let's not forget, I mean, on paper, right now, as it stands, they're not standing out with the numbers. But don't forget, these guys have played Dallas, Kansas City, and Buffalo. This defense is still elite, guys. They got one of the best corners, one of the best pass rushes. I'm taking them plus three, uh, plus two. I mean, and, and there's a little bad blood in this game, Teak. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yep. So, Sean Payton first, Nathaniel Hackett. So, he's going to throw the playbook at these boys. I mean, Denver, again, another mess, even though they came back and won. I, I do not have faith in that defense. Anybody can score. Everybody can score. Um, this team is going to be playing for Hackett. Those comments that Payton made, absolutely ridiculous. I mean, and a guy with that... I don't want to get into it, but you don't bash another guy with his status. Um, I'm taking the Jets plus two in this one. All right. That wraps up the two underdog bets. Moving on to the over and under, the total dom. Total domination, Teak, your favorite segment. So I feel like every week I am talking about the Colts in the over. I'm going right back there. So I'm taking Titans Colts over 42 and a half. So here's why. The Colts, they're just so they, they play so fast. So a couple stats for you, Teak. So did you know the Colts are second in the league um, with per uh, second in the league in seconds per play? They are first in the league in no huddle rate. So an offense that plays fast usually is a good bet for an over. So the total being this low, 42 and a half, I'm taking that bet. Um, This means they're running fast. This offense is moving faster than 30 other teams in the league. I'm going to take that all day. I mean, you got two. The Titans run defense, I want to start there, is pretty solid. So maybe one of the best in the league. Um, however, the Titans pass defense, not so much, pretty bad. The Titans and the Colts pass defense defense is very bad. Both of them. Um, plus I, word has it, we might be seeing some of JT. Did you hear any news on that take? No, it's, they're saying he's going to come back to practice, but I think just, just for, uh, contract purposes. Okay, so even if we don't get them, I still like this. I mean, I just want to see that pairing of uh, Richardson and JT. But, I mean, two bad defenses, pass defenses, that is. A quick offense that can move the ball. I'm taking the over, 42 and a half. All right, and to wrap it all up here with the best bet for week five. All right, boys. Best bet, week five. We are going to... Not in the U.S. We're going to London. So the Jags are coming off a solid win in London. They didn't leave London yet. So a lot of people think that's going to play to their advantage. I don't. I don't buy it. I ain't buying it. I think if anything, it's going to be a distraction. These guys in London, sightseeing, hanging out. I'm taking the Buffalo Bills minus five and a half against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um. Bills are first, number one in the league, in interception rate and sack rate. So I think we're going to have a similar game as we did 
in Kansas City with the Jags. And I mean, I was on the Jags then. I learned my lesson. I'm rolling with it this time. I mean, I see some value here. So I think this should be at least a touchdown. And I think it's going to get to minus seven. So, Teak, I grabbed it today before we left to work. I took it at minus five and a half on Fandle. Do I got to say it? Fandle, give us a shout out. Boys, go bet on Fandle. We're looking for sponsorships. Fandle, we're here for you, buddy. Anyways, grab it now. I'm taking best bet. Buffalo, minus five and a half in London against the Jacksonville Jaguars. All right. And that wraps up the against the spread. Badge, why don't you take us out of this episode? I know we're going to try to get some more wins for him, stack up that record, and win you some money. Oh, yeah. Let's go, boys. I mean, hit that subscribe button. Boys, girls, anything. Hit that subscribe button. Follow the YouTube. Follow our TikToks. Follow Teak's Twitter. Is it Twitter now? I don't have one. It's called X. It's X. Follow the X. These guys post good stuff, good content. Hit the subscribe button. Comment your best bets, your favorite bets. If you agree, if you disagree, we want to hear from you as well. So follow the podcast. Let them know. All right. And that wraps up. We'll see you next time. Peace. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Let Them Know Fantasy Football Podcast. Join our community and follow us on all socials or keep up with the episodes on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. (laughs) Dude, I, I said sorry. Hey, look.